0: What is the Upskies? Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the GX Gamer Cast. We are on episode 44, and we're doing a top 10 this week because, god damn it, I am just playing too many goddamn games that are just too dang long. You got a Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda, and Persona. So three beefy games, and they're they're taking a little while to get through. So I'm gonna throw together a top 10 this week. You can read the title. We're talking about. Some games that pissed me off big time <laughs> growing up throughout my long life of being a gamer. So yeah, with uh, within all those years of being a gamer, yeah, there's a handful of games that made me pretty upset every now and again. So we're going to be talking about that today. But before we get into the angry talk, let's talk about some good stuff. Let's talk about some of the shows, movies, and video games that I've been watching and doing over the last week. So let's start off with some television and let's go with the Pacific. So last week I started watching the Pacific after very much so enjoying Band of Brothers. It's kind of the next show for them. It takes place in the Pacific, the Pacific side of World War II. And to finish that one off, it was very, very good. Uh, it wasn't Band of Brothers good. It just didn't hit the same way that Band of Brothers did. But again, a really good cast of characters. Again, not not as good as Band of Brothers But, uh, and also the, the big element that was missing That I really enjoyed about Band of Brothers That wasn't in the Pacific Was the actual interviews with people that were in those situations People were on those islands People that stormed the beaches of Normandy Stuff like that Pacific didn't have that And I was kind of missing that That really just, I don't know I really just like that I really like that element of Band of Brothers It really just added all that much more to it So they didn't have that, but overall the show was good. I liked the ending of it. I I would recommend it. If you like war shows, if you like Band of Brothers, then you're definitely going to get something out of of the Pacific for sure. It was a good show. I also, I was able to finish off Barry finally. Uh, They got the series finale, What's Up? I was able to finish off season four and spectacular show. Absolutely spectacular. I really liked the ending of it with no spoilers. I thought there was just... Yes, yes. All right. Very good. That's it. We're done. And it's really refreshing to see shows like not drag on over success. And, you know, the, the classic one is Lost. How Lost was supposed to only be, I think, three seasons. And then it was so goddamn popular that they just had to keep going with it. Three more seasons, three more pretty bad seasons, honestly, especially in comparison to the first three. First three, unbelievable. But Barry, I, I thought they cut it off at a right at the right time, almost leaving you wanting a little bit more. But I was satisfied a lot with the ending of the show. Excellent show overall. Such good acting. You got Hen- Henry freaking Winkler in there, man. Like, come on, that shit was awesome. I really enjoyed the show. I highly recommend it. Extremely easy watch. Uh, very easy watching show, man. You got like I said, it's about thirty minute episodes. They're quite short. Very easy oh man and some of the best cliffhangers like this is a show one of the better shows that that does the oh just one more episode oh i have to see what's going on next they're so freaking good at doing it the ending of the episodes are always so like oh my god like i just have to keep going double recommend like highest red band of brothers level of recommendation for barry excellent excellent show so now that i'm done those shows I was able to start up a new one. I don't know what's going on with me right now. Every once in a while, like every year or two or something, I just get really into rather movies and TV shows, which I've o- I'm always been into them, just at some points, like video games is always number one. And at at best, you can get maybe television to be like, and movies being like a 60-40 split. There's always more video games. But sometimes and movies and TV can go down as low to like 10%, 10%, 5% sometimes. But right now, really just into the war movies and stuff right now. And the war shows. I'm doing a lot of TV. So I started up a new show. A lot of people are aware of this one. The series finally ended. So I'm like, cool. Now Now's the time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into it. And that show is Succession. So kind of a a definitely not a war show a different kind of show not necessarily always my type of show not necessarily political so it's kind of a a large media company and you got the old old father and then the kids they're all trying that they want to be the next head of the company and the old man he's not really letting it go so there's just a like game of thrones level of betrayal and backstabbing and two-faced characters and My favorite character by far so far is Roman. He is played by it's one of the Cul McCulkin brothers, not not uh, McCully Culkin, but uh, his brother. I'm getting they they look. I know I don't think it's McCully, but he is excellent. Oh my god, I love him so much in the show already. It's um about I think six episodes in right now, and yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I'm gonna continue on with it. It's four seasons. It's um longer episodes we're we're at an hour on these episodes and yeah man I like it it's uh characters now they're really starting to come out into their own and I'm really getting a lot of a lot of betrayal right now shit's really already starting to hit the fan and yeah it's a good show really good show I see why so many people are talking so highly about it and I was a little bit nervous that maybe it wasn't going to be a show for me but it's got this really interesting mixed bag it's like it's kind of a comedy show And it's almost, it's kind of filmed like The Office with like the zooming in and out cameras and stuff, kind of got an Arrested Development feel to it. It's got like a lot of elements from shows that I like, and it is, it's a funny show, it's a dramedy, it's, it's got lots of drama, and it's got, it's funny. I think I think Will Ferrell is the is an executive producer on the show. I'm pretty sure I saw that in the credits, but um, yeah, man, I'm liking the show so far. I, I, I won't put a recommendation on it just yet, I'm too early in, but so far, really, really good. Really enjoying the show, and that's it. No movies this week, I uh, didn't have time for any movies. Oh, oh, one more show, uh, Welcome to Rex. I'm still going on with that. Oh, buddy, it, it's really opened up now. So, like, the beginning was, you know, it, it was nice. It was very just nice. Nice uh, you know, meeting the nice people. Oh, Ryan, Ryan and Rob McElhinney, they're they're saving our town. You got to meet the town folk, get a little look at the history of the team. But then, like, they did an episode where it was, like, kind of, you can definitely tell, like, The comedy side of Rob McElhenney and and Ryan Reynolds took over they had a really funny episode and yeah man it's 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 really good show it's very it's just good it's just good I like it I'm not a huge like I said I'm not a big soccer guy I can't say I've ever watched it but uh, it's definitely piquing my interest now I don't think I'm gonna sit there and watch soccer all of a sudden but I like this show man I think it's really good Ryan Reynolds is so cute and Rob is just such a I love that guy. he's So hot-headed and, and funny, and yeah, it's it's a good show, man. A really nice story. I um, I really don't know how it ends. I probably have heard a spoiler about it a long time ago, but it's been so long that I've forgotten. So I'm excited to see how it's going to end. It's a really long show. I think it's 18 episodes. I believe that's what it is. But I'm liking it. Most of them are a half hour, like 25 minutes. Uh, but there's like a couple in there that are about like. 45 50 minutes but yeah another show really easy to watch very enjoyable whenever I got a couple like a 20 minutes to kill boom we're watching some Wrexham baby and really good highly recommended that show as well all right so that's enough of the television shows let's go on and talk about some video games again nothing really changing here playing the same three games that I've been playing for a while now tears of the kingdom final fantasy 6 And Persona 4. So, Tears of the Kingdom, still going very well. Still taking my time with it, man. I literally... I've still barely got, like, maybe not even half the map uncovered yet. Really, just whatever region I I unlock, like, I'll climb the tower, and then the the map unlocks the region, and I'll just explore the region. There's so much to look at, man. Literally, I've been trying to get to, I think it's Rideau Village for the last couple days now, and... I can't just make myself like beeline to the village and just go where I'm supposed to because I'm like ooh, look at that oh there's probably a a a seed over there that's oh that's weird looking what's that oh a cave oh a well oh this oh that and the other day I ran into I've ran into these things a couple of times but they're like these hands that will I don't know where they just fucking they'll just show up and literally scare the fuck out of me sometimes I'm just mind my own business just exploring picking up some mushrooms then all of a sudden this fucking group of terrifying hands come out and attack you and they're really powerful and they fuck you up and yeah I managed to kill them and then fucking a phantom ganon pops out and I'm fighting phantom ganon he killed the shit out of me I was like what the fuck is going on so that was really cool. I'm, I'm definitely not strong enough yet to take him down with full confidence, but Jesus, that was cool. I really enjoyed that. Story-wise, I barely touched a fucking thing when it comes to main story missions. I'm trying to get there, but there's just so much to explore, man. I can't can't get enough of it. It's my favorite part of the game is exploring and, and the puzzles. I mean, I barely, like, I have been hitting the shrines, but just exploring is definitely my number one thing right now i just love going around like oh what's this what's that and i'm super addicted to collecting the seeds i mean oh my god i could just god just an hour will fly by so fast man like last night i'm like oh i got an hour and like i swear it felt like six seconds i was like wow that's an hour and we're done here so like my god loving it still loving tears of the kingdom awesome game at some point i might just like Might end up doing... I don't know. I might just do a Tears of the Kingdom episode sooner rather than later because if I want to do a full-on review for it, it's going to probably be like another month or so before I can get through the entire game. And uh, so... We'll see. Maybe we'll do like a first impressions kind of deal, or I don't really know. I just, I feel like I'm talking enough about uh, Tears of the Kingdom and the intros of the episodes, but I mean, you got to give it a full episode. Maybe I'll just do a Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom combo, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Still really enjoying that. Persona 4, goddamn. I just, God, the characters are so good. I love the characters. Teddy, uh, I mean, he's not bad. He's not He's, a, he's still annoying, but it's not too bad, and yeah, we just, I just got through my first year, basically, of school, went through the summer break, and was hanging out with my, my friends, we went to the beach, it was dope, fucking loving this game, love the music, and yeah, man, I really like the story, my favorite part is just moving, like, developing your relationship with your friends, and then, like, each one of them's kind of got their own thing going on, and the more the the more bonding that you do with them, the more of that story you get to reveal and figure out what your friends are really all about. And it's just very, very addicting, so much fun. I love the gameplay loop of deciding what do I want to do today. Do I want to go hang out with this person? Do I want to go read something? Like, God is such a fun ass game to go through. And then Final Fantasy VI. God damn. This game also it's got his fingers in me, man. I'm really, really enjoying this game. I'm so happy that the collection has come out, and I finally get to experience these games, and yeah, dude, uh, 6 is hitting good, I'm really enjoying myself, I, uh, again, another, another game that I'm playing that has really strong characters, I mean, I really, really enjoy the characters in Final Fantasy 6, I'm, I'm just, I don't know how many more characters are gonna throw at me here, but I got Pretty big, big fucking group of people right now, and we're all split up and going around traveling the world, I got the airship, so we're just flying around and exploring, having a really good time, music is dynamite, such good music, Uh, definitely going to be doing an episode on Final Fantasy VI when I'm done with it, Uh, working my way through it pretty steadily, you know, get an hour or two in every once in a while, so yeah, it's pretty good, and of course, with all the quality of life updates with the updated speed and getting through it much faster I'm gonna be able to get through Final Fantasy faster than than your average Final Fantasy game I'm hoping anyway so but really enjoying it man Kefka oh we're gonna be talking about Kefka at some point but that is everything that I've been doing this week I highly encourage you guys let me know what you're up to let me know what shows you're you're digging into if you watch a really good movie or a bad movie let me know like, I'm, I'm all about recommendations, man. What video games are you playing? What games are you into? And all of that great stuff. And of course, if you're playing some Legend of Zelda right now, I imagine a lot of us are, let me know how you're liking it so far. And especially if you're not digging it so much, let me know what's going on there. So, with that being said, let's start getting angry. How does that sound? Let's talk about some video games that made me angry as hell growing up. Hey, let's freaking dive into this, bro. Let's get angry. Let's get angry. So I want to start off with the game that made me rage the the most recently. And this wasn't that long ago. I talked about it in the episode on Yakuza Kowame. So did an episode on that a few weeks ago. You can go back and listen to it. And you you can hear me freaking out about why this game made me rage. So the big one was the final... Level final mission of that game, where you're storming the building, you're you're climbing up level after level, this big building, you're fighting and fighting and fighting, and you got two boss fights in there, and both of them are bullshit, one is like a big old gang style thing, where you just get friggin' dummied by everybody, but that one was just a precursor for the real bullshit that was about to come, and the final boss in Yakuza Kawame Absolutely made me lose my mind for a good 40 minutes there. And my wife was there for the whole thing watching me getting up, walking around, having to take literal walks away from the television, pausing the game, taking a walk. Because I'm like, is this game for fucking real dude? That boss it had the most egregiously large health bar, and it was one that just it wouldn't end. It looked like a normal health bar problem is you end the health bar and it just another color appears like so you got this bright green a darker green darker green and then like orange and it's like oh my god dude this guy's health bar just wouldn't fucking end and i believe he would like refill his health bar he was incredibly hard to hit and a big thing with yakuza is being able to hit combos and this guy just wouldn't let me hit a fucking combo on him i'd be like one two punch and then he would do some fucking bullshit and Oh my god, it was so painful to get through. I thought, like, I was like, am I doing something wrong? Is, and, like, I had, I literally saved my best weapons for this guy. It was doing no damage. I was trying all, I saved all my best stuff for him. I had pretty much, your my whole inventory was filled with health items. And I had to use, I think, almost all of them to finally get through this guy. I was so pissed off, man. It almost ruined the entire game for me. It definitely took a bite out of my overall enjoyment of the game. So much so that I'm like, I will never go back and play Yakuza Kiwame ever again. That's a one and done because a handful of fights in that game seriously pissed me off. But none pissed me off more than the final boss fight in that game, man. I was, I was fuming. I was absolutely fuming. So if anyone out there knows what I'm talking about and you fought that final boss... And Yakuza, you fucking let me know. And if uh, you beat them within like 10 minutes somehow, I mean, good for you. It took me a stupid, stupid amount of time to get through that stupid boss. But overall, it was still a pretty good game. All right. So this one might be a little bit controversial because I know people love this game so much. But I kind of fucking hated it, honestly. And that game is Control. The thing about control that made me very upset, upset, huh? Okay. Guess I'm going a little bit Italian here, but uh, regardless, the thing that pissed me off about control was the control of control. That game, holy man. Oh, did this game ever get me fuming again? I believe it was the final mission where they're just throwing fucking everything at you, man. There are so many fucking enemies all over the place and yes i will admit there's some things about control that are awesome i think the powers were awesome i like a lot of the ideas behind it It just a lot of it needed to be tightened up and i'm really hoping if they're gonna do a control 2 i have my hopes for that one because there was things that i really had a lot of fun with control Like I said, the powers were fucking dope. There's a lot of good shit with that. The story was unique. Apparently, there's like some sort of tie-in between Control and Alan Wake. I never played Alan Wake, so I I don't really know if if that is what it is. But Jesus Christ, man. Sometimes, I just, I've said it so many times. Like, the Control in Control is terrible. I hated the controls in that game it just, some things just weren't working, and I, oh, that final level, they just, I hated it, I absolutely hated it, I was blown away by, I mean, uh, people just absolutely adored this game, now, maybe it's because I wasn't playing the PS5 version, maybe the PS5 version is the is the better version to go with, I played it on PS4, and I really didn't like it, but I hate played through the whole entire game, and yeah, it was like, it was very 50-50 for me, there were some parts where, I just, I was loving it. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. I remember my wife came in at one point. I was just like, yo, watch me fuck this room up. And I'm just throwing bitches around. And she's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm like, yeah. But yeah, the controls and control were literally making me scream my head off. So I'm not really... I could definitely get angry, but for the most part, I like to try and keep shit fucking cool, right? I don't like to I don't like to get angry. I don't want to be angry, and I try to prevent and not do things that are going to make me angry. And um, yeah, man, I got really angry playing Control, and uh, sadly there was no one to witness my anger on this one. But I remember vividly just like screaming at this game at how stupid it was, but. I am still excited for, if they're going to do Control 2, I'll probably play it and hope that it just feels better. Because there's, there's a lot of potential behind that game to be fucking awesome, but it just didn't hit with me. So Control makes the list. Another game, okay, so let's go with, this one is a little bit different because it's not necessarily the game that pissed me off, but is the game that kind of took the beating here. So... This was Metal Gear Solid 2. Now, I don't hate Metal Gear Solid 2. I actually really like Metal Gear Solid 2, and that might upset some people, but I liked it. But what happened was I was, I was playing the game, really enjoying the game. I was almost done. I was, like, in the right in the back section of the game, very close to finished. And I put my fucking disc in my PlayStation 2, and it wasn't reading it. Wasn't reading it, wasn't reading it, take it out, clean it off, do all the things, try a Windex, didn't work, put it in, you get that fucking red screen on the PlayStation disc error, like, what the fuck, and this is my OG PS2, this is the one that I've, I, I still have it upstairs, it's, it's working fine, don't worry, but, this happened, this was going on for probably like 20, 25 minutes. And I will admit, man, when what makes me really angry and will take me to attend very fast is my technology not working. So if my internet's fucking around with me, I'm pissed. If, if shit's not, if my internet's running really slow, I'm pissed. If my printer, you know, works six months in a row never had a problem with it but the day I need to print something it's like oh I'm not working my headphones decide oh this this side's not working right now I'm pissed I don't have patience for my technology not working I pay so much damn money especially in Canada for technology I want it to work god damn it so this continues on I'm getting more and more angry each time I put that stupid disc in after cleaning it again and again and I will tell you right now that disc was flawless there's nothing wrong with that disc I checked it it was good to go. Kept putting it in. Red screen again. What the fuck, dude? I just want to play and beat Metal Gear Solid 2. So this escalated quite badly where I decided to take it out on not the PlayStation because I think that was probably the right call. And I decided to take my anger out on Metal Gear Solid 2. I took that disc out. I uh, I bent it. I fucked that disc up. I broke it. I threw it. And then the instant regret hit me. I was like, God, well, now how am I going to play the game, right? So I fucked that disc up. Decided, all right, this is Google worthy. What the fuck is going on with my PlayStation? Honestly, seriously easy fix. All I had to do was pop it open a little bit, give her a little spray with a fucking air gun thing, and it l- works perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. Had to go out and rebuy Metal Gear Solid 2 and yeah, I actually, I think I still own the fucked up, uh, I might still own it, if I have that disc still, I'll I'll use that for the picture of this episode, because that'll be funny, if not, it'll be a different game that, uh, we'll talk about later on this list for sure, so sadly, I mean, the PS2 in that time made the list, but also Metal Gear Solid 2, I guess, uh, the PlayStation owes you a little bit of a thank you, because it took, a. fucking ass kicking for you, so my apologies to Metal Gear Solid 2, there's no hatred for you, but I didn't like that time when you wouldn't work in my PlayStation, so work next time, you fucker, alright, so we'll go on to another game, this one's just kind of consistent throughout my, um, I don't know, there's definitely like peaks and valleys of anger with this game, and that is the NHL series, so this one's pretty extended, so I have an ex- Extended history with the NHL games. I have purchased every single NHL game except for NHL 12 from 09 until 22. 22 I never actually played I don't think but I, I don't buy them anymore because I mean obviously the games aren't very good and I've just been doing the same thing over and over again with them and I, I honestly would just play GM mode a lot. I would play a lot a lot of GM mode And I just had enough of it, honestly. I was like, I'm just, I'm putting in so many hours of doing the same thing over and over again to this mediocre game from a mediocre company that doesn't really give a shit about us. So I stopped playing it and I moved on to other games. There was a period there where I moved on to NBA. Uh, The GM mode in that is substantially better than NHL. You can actually download like legacy rosters and shit. Anyway, getting off track, back to NHL. Those games would piss me off for a variety of reasons, you name it. So, in the in the earlier days, it would be people doing uh, a lot of poke checking. Poke checking in the NHL games used to be really OP, and I will admit, I got really good at poke checking. Uh, I was terrible at scoring goals, but man, I could poke check you, and my buddies can probably confirm this. I used to piss them off bad with the poke checks bro oh my god they every time they come in my zone poke it's gone and i'm gone and off we go so i used to piss them off pretty bad with that i used to get pretty bad pretty mad about the poke checking as well until i got overly good with it but it is that. Then you name it. I mean, connection issues with the online, the online community in NHL games is pretty fucking awful. You got some really immature people on there with some really immature names. And I mean, trying like the NHL community is really tough. Like I don't, you know, at my friends, we're all, we have different lives. We have different schedules. It's, it's not really easy for us to all get online together. So more often than not, I'm having to drop in, which is just not really doable at this point it's so hard to get into a a good drop-in game where everyone's on the same page and goalies actually staying in their net defensemen actually playing defense so all of that shit would get me upset losing in general would make me upset and then GM mode, man! Oh my God, how many times would I say, "Everybody's fired, you're fired, coach is fired, you're all traded" after I didn't win the Stanley Cup in my GM mode? And you know, when you put, you're trying to figure out the stupid simulation process in this game. You're like, "How do I win a Stanley Cup in this game?" Like, how, like, how am I not winning a Stanley Cup? I got a franchise goaltender, seven franchise players on my team, amazing defense, and you lose to the to the team that was like 35 and 35. You're like, what the? fuck so yes things like that would make me really upset and i didn't like how that would go down sometimes trying to make a trade in those games uh could almost be impossible like especially when they started adding in uh the other gms like your computerized gms where they would have the the rather they want to trade them or they don't and man sometimes trying to pry a player away from a team that they don't want to get rid of oh my god sometimes I'd be like are you serious bro I am offering you Austin Matthews and seven first round picks and you're not gonna give me McDavid like are you on crack like shit like that and then you can sit there and and pull off the worst deal you're like oh I just brought in fucking Leon Dreisaitl for a first and and a prospect that's never going to be anything. I don't know. There's definitely a lot of inconsistencies with that game. So there's just a fucking list of things that the NHL games made me mad about. Mostly nowadays, now that I don't play, the thing that makes me the most upset about the NHL games is that they're not good anymore. Like, they haven't been good for a really long time. Honestly, for me, the NHL games really died at NHL 15, Uh, Once they made that jump to uh, PS3 to PS4, that next gen, man, that NHL 15 with Patrice Bergeron on the cover, that was the most pathetic piece of shit video game ever. That thing was bare bones. They took almost everything out of it. And then they've been slowly adding in things that have been in the games since like 2002. And they expect praise for it. It's like, oh, hey, we brought back this mode that was in the games 15 years ago. Like you go... Like, I grew up on NHL 03, and I was able to play that game for years and not get bored of it because there was so much to do in that game. In the new NHL games, all they care about is HUT. I don't give a fuck about HUT. I could I could not get myself to do HUT. It's just a money grabbing, just terrible. I can't stand it. And, you know, that's why I was hoping that maybe 2K would come back, but like even even their games are questionable so honestly i think that maybe sports games could work quite well as a uh, games as a service situation where you're you buy you just buy nhl it's not numbered it's just this is nhl this is the nhl branded video game and then they will release big updates as it goes on seasons and so on and so forth instead of releasing a new game that has virtually nothing new about it other than the roster updates Fuck it, just keep your thing going, make it as a live service game, let it run for four or five years, and then actually build up and make a big impact NHL game where it's actually going to be, like, majorly different from the last one that you played, because honestly, barely been a difference in the NHL games for years now. So yeah, me as a big old NHL fan and, and, and bought so many of the NHL games from 09 to 22, I missed one. So that I own a lot of NHL games and now I just, I won't play them because it's just not worth my time. So NHL makes the list for sure. Uh, let's talk about some souls games here. So I got two of them here on the list. Uh, one is demon souls. So demon souls this will come down mostly to the remake on ps5 i platinum that game i hate platinumed that game i i was already so into it that i was like i can't stop now and and not get the platinum when i'm so close i just got to get through it a little bit more but it took i think it was three or four playthroughs to get the platinum on that and jesus fucking christ man when you, when you start the new game plus, uh, obviously the enemies scale and everything. They get stronger to keep up with your strength. But dude, oh my god. Some of the levels in that game are so fucking outrageous. The one in particular uh, where you go into the mines and there's these... They're like grunt enemies too. Like they're not even supposed to be that big of a problem. They don't have any armor on. They just have like fucking cloth hanging off of them. And these motherfuckers with pick fucking axes not even a majorly strong weapon or anything would one shot my dude who was like a level 150 with the thickest strongest armor on one shotting me it would take me oh my god I don't let bring back all this memories now I it took me I was fucking crawling through these levels because there's so many of these grunts per room you could have five or six of these guys if they hit you once you're done and they will swarm you and it was driving me crazy man i did everything that i could i even i would look up the weapons that they're using the pick the pickaxes i'm like what kind of damage is it doing they're like oh it's doing piercing damage so i put on the highest level piercing resistant armor and it's still one-shotting me and i was just losing my mind man because they were so they were stronger than most of the bosses in that game and then don't even get me started on that piece of shit flame lurker oh my god dude rather there was so i I, let's just say i I went through it four times so one time that guy was i had a good time i beat him pretty fair and square it was all good and then i think it was like the fourth playthrough this dude was so powerful He, he was just kicking my ass and i just his fucking area of effect attack where he will just slam down and like a ring of fire will come out no matter what it just seemed that that thing was always hitting me and I'm an up and close player, so a lot of people would probably be like, "Oh, well, why didn't you just be a sorcerer or something?" That's a really easy peasy way to take down Flame Lurker. Is to be a magician, be magic, and shoot projectiles at him. You could take him down really easy. Problem is, the final boss of that game is like completely resistant to magic. So I was aware of that. So I decided I I like to be up close and personal in my Souls games. So that's how I was playing it, and it's really hard to beat Flame Lurker up close and personal. I um will rarely ask from help for the community, and I had to go onto Reddit, go into the Dark, the Demon Souls community board, and I had to ask for help, thankfully people are really good on there, and instantly I got a response, they're like, yeah, where you need me, and uh, actually by time I, I got that response, I did actually already beat him, but I had to cheese it, I had to like, get I had to get him stuck, and it was a real big pain in the ass, so demon souls that's one thing that pissed me off so the scaling in that game the uh the enemies the balancing issues in that game is fucking atrocious uh, especially with the minor enemies they get so powerful in new game plus it's it's fucking crazy and the worst thing was, so I had to, to get the platinum, you have to do things like get all the spells, get all the rings, get all the weapons, shit like that. So there was one particular ring that I needed to get. And something went wrong where it was a, it's a very specific thing you have to do. You have to, like, make sure you talk to them at the right time and at the right place. And I guess I fucked it up. I didn't get the ring. So a whole entire playthrough was wasted. Because of a glitch, something wrong happened. I think I'm pretty sure it's a glitch. Regardless, I fucked up and I had to do I had to do a whole playthrough again. So my hatred levels tripled at that point. So I hate played through a whole nother run of Demon Souls. And honestly, the boss quality in Demon Souls is not there. They got some good bosses, but some a lot of them are shit. Some of the levels are just infuriating to get through and. I mean, I really wish that I never tried to platinum that game because I really enjoyed it on my first playthrough. I actually loved it. And then I ended up... I I overdid it. I absolutely overdid it. And it brought out the worst of that game trying to get the platinum. So if you're not... Uh, you know, haven't played Demon's Souls before, don't Platinum it. It's a terrible Platinum, probably my least favorite Platinum of all time, Uh, to the fact that it just ruined the game for me and I will never play that game again. There's no fucking way I'm playing through that game again. It did some... uh, 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 Big damage. So... That is Demon Souls. Um, also, I guess I'll touch on my original playthrough back in what 2009 when Demon Souls came out. I bought it back then. I was one of the the OGs that was on the Souls games back then. I gave it a shot, and oh yeah, I rage quit and just stopped playing that game. I was in the the Flame Lurker level. I was there, and I was in the I was in one of the the, the tunnel area, and I got lost. I had no idea where the fuck I was. I ended up dying down there. Had no idea how to get back down there. And I said, I'm done. That's it. And that was that. And I didn't play a Souls game for probably about seven years after that. I was just done with it. And uh, that was a shame. But now I love the Souls games. But we're not done just yet talking about Souls games. So next up is Elden Ring. So we'll talk about Elden Ring. I loved Elden Ring. Played the shit out of Elden Ring. It was my game of the year last year. But there is something, so that game easily could have been a 10 out of 10, should have been a 10 out of 10, but the Elden Beast, the Elden Beast, the final boss in the game, definitely took that 0.5 off, I, maybe it could have taken off more, I hated that boss more than, whole, oh, that, that boss really had me going, man, I was fighting that boss for hours, so, uh, a lot of people spend a lot of time fighting uh, McElena, M- whatever the fuck her name was. Uh, again, I'm just gonna humble brag right here. I beat her on the first try, so I didn't have the the rage or those rage inducing moments that a lot of people had with her. I got very, very lucky. It was not. It was a lot of luck, little bit of skill, mostly luck that I got through her. But my time came when it came to the Elven Beast. That fuck gave me so many problems, and the dude and before uh, Elden Beast, was it Radigan, that fuck with the goddamn hammer, that dude pissed me off too, Uh, originally at the beginning, because I was, it took me a long time to understand how to fight it, but once I got it, I got it, and I understood it, and I respected that fight, I was like, okay, hey, it's still not my favorite, I didn't like it, but I was like, okay, hey, I don't hate this, but Elden Beast is different, oh my god, so visually amazing visually beautiful you get in there you're like wow this is fucking incredible in this massive massive arena like fucking space it's crazy it's absolutely crazy and you get this fucking giant fucking elden beast you gotta fight on this massive thing and as usual i am up and close fighter and this creature likes to run away from you it likes to do its own thing and I'd spend hours and hours and hours trying to fight this thing and it's running away from me. I'm spending all my time running from one end of the arena to the other end of the arena just for it to disappear and show up on the other end of the arena and then it would shoot its fucking homing attack at me and it would shred me to pieces, kill me instantly. Gotta go back, fight Radigan again, get back to Elden Beast, try again, running around all over the place. Went on for hours and hours and hours. Wasn't able to beat it in a sitting I was at the point of screaming, like just screaming, man, like what the fuck, like this is abysmal, this is, this is fucking ruining this game, I was so mad because I wanted to give Elden Ring a 10, I wanted it to be a 10 so bad, but I couldn't, I couldn't after Elden Beast because Elden Beast is a piece of shit, it, I couldn't, I had to get, it was strictly down to luck, I had to just get lucky and just hope that that thing wasn't going to teleport all over the place. And it took me, like, 30, 30-plus 30 tries to finally get that that luck where it would just fucking sit still for a second so I can kill it. And I hated it. I hated every minute of doing that. And I would never want to do it again. It was, it's, it's terrible because, like, at some point, I would absolutely love to go back, play through Elden Ring. But that Elden Beast fight just, it's always going to sit there as a really, as a black stain on... On Elden Ring for me It's something that I, It's going to make me hesitant To go back to it And yeah Maybe if I go back to it And fight it In a magician style Where I can shoot it With homing attacks I've seen people Absolutely eviscerate that boss With with unique magic And shit like that It's just not how I play I've just I've never been a magic guy I, I like to I like the weapons It's much I just find it more satisfying To whack something Instead of Just kind of standing there And pointing at it I like to whack The son of a bitch So that was awful. I hated Elden Beast so much. I know there's the defenders of it and all of that, but regardless, what I went through was egregious. It all came down to luck. There was really nothing that I can do to control the creature, to do what I wanted it to do. It was just, it was awful. It was just running around all the time. Thank God it looked good. But yeah, man, that's, uh, that is something that I really, I was so disappointed that the final boss was, was really bad for me. I know people like it, but I've, Fucking hated the Elden Beast. So that thing can go to absolute hell. You got a special place in hell and on this list because fuck you. So we'll move on now. Let's talk about some fighting games. So I was I was pretty big into fighting games growing up because they're fairly simple for a younger kid to get into. You know, you can just sit there, mash buttons, easy to get into, tough to master. So as my days would go on where you start wanting to get to that mastery level of games, my fighting game of choice the one that i got really hardcore into was soul caliber 2 on the playstation 2 and uh that was that was my my fighting game of choice i i played a lot of fighters growing up was never like really good at them you know i grew up on virtual fighter 2 um what's that sh- uh sh- fucking tournament arena or some shit. I forget. It's on the Sega Saturn. I forget the name of it. Uh, Battle Arena or something. Rival Schools on PlayStation 1. Played a lot of that. And honestly, I, I didn't get to play a lot of the classics. I really didn't play Mortal Kombat much growing up. I... Tried out Tekken a little bit in my aunt's house. She had it, and I loved Tekken. I thought it was. I just never, never bought it. I was always a Soul Caliber guy. Always preferred weapons. Just I like weapons. Weapons are cool. That and uh, so Soul Caliber was my game. And oh my god, so. Not only was there the frustration of not only it being my game, but it was also my sister's game. And we would play against each other a lot. And we would make each other very, very angry. So, me, I when I play the fighting games, especially with Soul Calibur 2, I was a very, like... You gotta mix up your moves, bro. You can't just sit there and leg kick me over and over and over and over again, okay? Like, we were both good enough at the time. We had our, our fighters. I had Keelik, and I think she was... Who cares but um she had her fighters i had mine and yeah we definitely would um at times get very competitive and very angry with each other and yeah i mean classic brothers brother sister rivalry right you know you just fucking get angry and screaming at each other and you know going through story modes in fighting games i always had a really rough time with the uh, fighting games man and honestly that's kind of why i stayed away from mortal kombat whenever mortal kombat Whatever Mortal Kombat that came out where Shokan was, like, busted and he was, like, super hard to beat, which I feel like is most of them, but the more recent one, I guess, is what I'm talking about, I just, I don't know, I like, I love all the characters of Mortal Kombat, I just, I don't know, I just haven't played it, honestly, in so long, but, yeah, man, Soul Calibur 2 definitely got my blood boiling but also a special shout out to Soul Calibur 3 which would do it in a little bit of a different way I loved Soul Calibur 3 Soul Calibur 3 I thought it was an excellent game mostly because they added in kind of this like strategy story mode which I thought was really cool uh where you're, you're on this like battlefield and it's like top down and you have to like make your way through the map and you'll get to these towers and inside the towers you'll have to like fight your way through. Uh, like enemies on the inside and then they can come and attack your old towers. It's really weird. I'd have to go back and see what was going on with all that. It's been a long time but my sister and I used to play the shit out of that. And it was all about, like, leveling up, and you can create your own fighters and shit. Really cool fucking game. Love Soul Calibur three, But my fuck, was it ever hard sometimes? Some of the enemies that they would have in those towers were so strong. And, yeah, they would absolutely slaughter you. And, like, then they would come attack you, and they send, like, a little battalion after one of your towers. And there's, like, nothing you can fucking do about it. So, yeah, dude. Soul Calibur used to make me very, very angry. Kind of one main reason why I don't really play fighting games anymore. Because they just make me so... So very angry. Speaking of so very angry, so this one, uh, this one's like kind of my embarrassing one where I'm just like I can't, I just I'm so disappointed that I got this mad at it. But SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. <laughs> uh, very specifically, I I know it was 2010 because that was the last one that I bought for a long time because so I remember exactly what was going on. I was playing through the story mode. I uh, I had a tag team match that I was in. And motherfucker, dude, I shit you not, I was in this tag team match unwillingly for like 45 minutes because I just, I couldn't get them to stop breaking up my ta- my pins, man. I would, every time I would fucking, i punch the guy off of the apron, he goes down to the ground, I hit a big move on the dude, and i go to pin him, and he would always run in and break it up. And I was like, I was losing it. I was like, what is going on? And like my partner, he wouldn't do anything, he wouldn't go over to help. Wouldn't go break it up. I feel like at that time, I don't know if they had the command where you can hit the button and you can tell them to go attack. I, rather, I didn't know how to do that or it just wasn't happening. So this was going on for a long fucking time, dude. Long time. And each time you broke up the pin, get a little angrier, getting a little bit angrier, a little bit more angry. Now I'm fucking white, hot, angry. And I just bought, like a week before this, I just bought a brand new blue DualShock 3 fucking, like, what, $80, $90 controller, like, controller's so expensive now, and I tossed that fucking thing on the ground, it wasn't even, like, overly hard, because I knew this thing was expensive, but of course, I hit it right on the fucking money shot, hit it right on the analog stick, and the analog stick just, like, shot into the controller, busted, broke that thing up in pieces, I'm like, are you fucking serious right now, and that was really kind of the, like awakening for me where i was like okay bro like that's 90 dollars gone i don't have the money to go get another one so what we learn here today don't get fucking angry at video games it's a video game if you're getting this angry at it stop so that was kind of the big one right there at that that's kind of where i was like hey bro like you got to stop getting so angry at games this is uh it's not worth it and there's so many other games to play like Let's just knock it off. So that's that was kind of the big one right there. But uh, that ain't that ain't the worst of it. So let's talk Halo. Let's talk Halo, mostly uh, Halo Three. But I'll also throw in Reach. Uh, wait, not Reach. What's the the newest one? That Infinite. Infinite. Okay. So we'll talk. We'll be focusing on those ones mostly because these ones made me mad. Three, three because I got super into three. Got very competitive with three. And when You know, you come up against a team that's maybe working a little bit better than you, and they're beating you, and I don't like to lose. Definitely had some raging moments. Absolutely. Tons of raging moments in Halo. I mean, you name it, man. Like, I just don't like to lose. I don't... And the big one with Halo 3 was... uh, There was a very uh, the melee situation, so a lot of the times you'll be shooting a guy, and you're running towards each other, and it's all about who gets that melee in first, right, and sometimes you'll kill each other at the same times, a lot of the times you're like, there's no fucking way, dude, like, I hit him first, and then, like, and you, like, Even if you hit him first sometimes, you're like, and he didn't die, and you did. You're like, what? Like, I unloaded, like, my full clip into this guy and hit him, and he's still alive, and he barely hit me, and he fucking kills me. Shit like that. Or he shot my toe, and I'm dead. Like, fuck. Guy's camping. You know all the usual shit that goes down with online multiplayer games. You're going to have people that play in a certain way that you don't like and um more so i'm gonna i'm gonna focus more on infinite because this one is the most vivid in my mind uh, i even got like my a group of friends got my buddy out there kial in calgary with his buddy we all hopped on and we were we bought into the halo infinite hype we got onto the beta playing the beta literally first couple hours we're having a blast having a blast and then inevitably it comes we start running into lobbies of assholes where They're just fucking around. They've been playing a lot longer than us. They know how to take advantage of this. They know where to hide. They know where all the weapons are. They know how, where people are spawning. And then literally two great hours having a blast. And then after that, we proceeded to play it for about a week after that. And we hated just about every second of it. All of a sudden, everyone's pulling out pistols and everyone's pistol whipping people, being dicks, camping galore. Like you forget about it. And, like, Halo Infinite was such a disgrace when it came out. You couldn't pick what, like, game modes you wanted to play. You would just have to hop into this playlist. And you would keep getting the same games over again on the same maps. Driving me fucking crazy. The same things would happen. Especially, like, game modes that are, like, headquarters where you have to hold a position. And, like, it's a good strategy. Obviously, get your whole team in there and just camp your fucking asses off. But, oh my god, man. I hate camping. I I just, like... A fast-paced, crazy game where you're moving constantly And there's not a lot of places to hide And, yeah, there's just a lot of that shit going on And I wasn't having a good time with Halo Infinite, man I was immensely disappointed with that game And, um, yeah, we had a bad week with it Uh, For the beta, we let that go by the game actually dropped we continued playing and it was the same thing you still can't pick your game modes you're getting dropped in these random playlists with game modes i don't want to play like i just want to play slayer and you can't fucking just pick slayer so you're playing oddball which i don't want to play that shit don't want to play team objective games because there's always going to be people that are super good at it and take it super seriously and they slaughter you and i'm not having a good time and i'm not wasting my time getting my ass kicked so Halo, definitely high up on the list of making me angry, but the number one game that I definitely had the most consistent rage issues throughout my whole entire time playing it was Call of Duty. Oh, buddy, where do we even begin with Call of Duty? How many fucking times did I rage quit on Call of Duty? How many times was I screaming and yelling to the point that my dad would come up, tell me to shut the fuck up, because I just yapping 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 like what the fuck oh spawn kill oh spawn trap oh campers oh fucking noob tubes like modern warfare 2 oh my god where do we even begin with modern warfare 2 commando commando used to drive me so fucking crazy crazy just the knife in general in call of duty was like the most infuriating thing in that game man you would that knife is so powerful one swipe one, It takes one ha- half of a second to do that swipe and you kill whatever it touches. And I can sit there and shoot you with a fucking four bursts of M16 fire and you're good to go. And you just walk through it and knife me and I'm dead. So that has been my complaint with Call of Duty ever since I started playing Call of Duty was the knife. I've always hated the knife. I hate uh, fucking, oh man, what do we used to call it? Panic knifing where you just... You you see someone you just hit the knife button And 9 times out of 10 You're gonna get the kill Even if you have 0 skill Even if he, they had to jump on you And even got the first bullets in You swipe that fucking knife and you're dead And then they fucking put the cherry on top And they add Commando and Modern Warfare 2 Where it makes the The range of attacks so outrageously long. How many times did we see people teleporting halfway across the map and knifing you, going through your bullets, going through everything? It was a fucking disgrace. And then you got assholes like Only Use Me Blade running around with Marathon Lightweight and all those knives and ruining the community and making all these assholes running around. People with their one-man army fucking noob tube shows. Like, oh my god. Sitting there getting up in glitched areas and just fucking raining down on you with the freaking noob tubes and then 30 seconds into the match they already got a nuke and the game is over you're like what am i doing with my life fucking spawn trapping forget about it i mean i was a very big culprit of spawn trapping people in modern warfare too and then when it happens to me you better fucking believe i'm losing my mind it is the most infuriating thing to die spawn back die immediately get back up get killed by the same guy again spawn up again turn around the corner oh he's already behind me and then like the atrocities of of spawning in Call of Duty throughout the whole entire franchise talked about levels like shipment where you're literally spawning inside of each other the spawning is so bad and like (gasps) oh my god like Call of Duty oh even with all those good times man I I was pretty fucking close with the amount of times that I raged throughout that game that game made me rage bad so If I don't have my Metal Gear Solid 2 disc that's really fucked up, I'm going to be putting on my Call of Duty 4 or it might be Modern Warfare 2. Whichever case that I just went to. I'm pretty sure it's Call of Duty 4 that I just rage quit. I took the the fucking game out of the Xbox, put it back in and just like destroyed the fucking case and just went to town on it. And uh, I I feel like I probably wrecked the game and I had to rebuy it, something like that. You know, just another, you know, little bit of karma slapping you in the face, telling you to grow the fuck up. Like, you idiot, you get mad at the game, you wreck it, and then you go out and buy it again. Like, how dumb are you? And then I continued to play Call of Duty for, like, a decade. And every Call of Duty made me rage at one point or another. Now, I will admit, even though I, I, like even though modern warfare 2 probably made me rage the most because i had so much of the most egregious like just terrible things the commando the one-man army and all that bullshit um it was still the most fun for me to play it was the most chaotic and fun but yeah i think it was probably the most rage inducing black ops remember the blop shot where people would drop down in the last stand and they were like the animation was all fucked up so like on your end like you shot the dude but on his end you didn't shoot nothing and he shot you and killed you and you're like what the fuck was that back to call of duty 4 when everyone was running with uh martyrdom and the times three grenades so at the beginning of every match you would have fucking 47 grenades getting thrown around and everyone's just exploding all over the place oh my god dude it's absolutely endless with call of duty um fuck i mean infinite war really pissed me off with all the jumping around and shit and that's where like the tryharding just got absolutely out of control and you watch a kill cam of this guy who does 40 fucking jumps and running all around does fake fucking fakies throwing fucking 20 stuns and you're just standing there watching him like what the fuck dude like oh so man this is why i just don't play the games anymore like a lot of i just back then you know i was able to dedicate a lot of time to call of duty i had a group of friends that would play call of duty with me and as the years went on call of duty got a little bit more boring it got a little bit lower quality the people started getting worse the community started getting more and more painful to deal with and yeah it eventually got me out of it man it definitely got me out and um i don't know if i'm ever gonna dive back into uh Online multiplayer thing like that Now I'm not taking it away from people That play online multiplayer games Trust me I get why you do it I completely understand I was one of them I loved multiplayer games It's just that it's run its course with me I feel like online gaming is the best When you got a group that is all on the same page And you can get on and play everything And me I just I can't dedicate myself to just one game There's just so much out there So many experiences to have I can't spend too much time. Even the last Call of Duty, the Modern Warfare 2 that came out, I got it. I played it. I enjoyed it. I liked. I played the campaign and liked it. I played the online for a couple weeks and I had a good time until I started getting... I was like, okay, the honeymoon phase is over with it. I like a good... Uh, I'll play a Call of Duty the week or two it comes out when everything's new and everyone's having fun just figuring it out before everyone gets super familiar with it knows every sight line and everywhere to go and, and ruin it it's a lot more fun when everyone's just running around having a good time getting crazy maybe fuck around and get yourself a triple every now and again and yeah it's a good time and then people get very competitive and they'll just sit in a corner the whole time or they'll sit in this room with their little head sticking out and have their sniper rifles and and silencers and all this shit and just stay put in one area the whole match like what the fuck fuck that shit and yeah so call of duty by far made me the most angry throughout my whole entire gaming life and um those are the games that I'm going to talk about today. I would love to hear your game rage stories. I mean, uh, my buddy Kyle, I mean, uh, not to throw you under the bus, my friend, but there was a lot of raging moments that I've seen with you, you know, TV punching, controller throwing, and I mean, I was there with you, man. I've punched my my TV a handful of times, not my like HD TVs where you probably put your fucking fist through them now, but my old school TVs were the tube TVs where if you try to punch it, it'll fucking punch you back. But yes, seriously, let me know what your worst rage moment was and what game made you rage the worst, and are you still playing games today that make you rage? And for me personally, no. Like I said, I stopped playing Call of Duty At a point where I'm playing it too much that I would get angry. I'll play them every now and again. I got into Battlefield for a little bit back in the day and just played it for fun. Didn't really... I never got mad at Battlefield. That's one that... It's just sad now that Battlefield's kind of fallen off a cliff franchise-wise. But I was always down with Battlefield. It was just something that none of my friends ever played. But... I was down with Battlefield. That was a good time. And other... Yeah, I don't really play fighting games anymore. Uh, like I said, the last one that made me really upset was was uh, Yakuza. And that was kind of a borderline fighting game, right? So, you know, I, I guess I still um, have to be a little bit cautious about fighting games. Even though... Um, Uh, The new Street Fighter just dropped not that long, or it might be out now, it might not be out, or it's very soon to be out, but reviewing very, very strongly, it's definitely got my eyebrow raised, where I'm like, huh, it sounds interesting, it definitely sounds like kind of a revolutionary game in terms of fighting games, where it's kind of got a lot of different ideas and things going on with it, so I'm definitely watching it with uh, some interest, never really been a big Street Fighter guy, it just seems way too hardcore of a fighting game and people are like way too serious about Street Fighter but it looks cool. So, I mean, that one definitely has my interest, the new Mortal Kombat. Um, I mean, I again, I'm always way more interested in the story. Like, I, I what is it? Mortal Kombat Armageddon where the opening cutscene is just them all fighting their way up this pyramid and my buddy Billy showed me that and I was like that is the coolest shit ever. Like, I don't need to play Mortal Kombat. Just show me those kind of videos, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah! Like, that's how I am a fan of Mortal Kombat. I'm a fan of the cutscenes and and all that shit. And the story is pretty fucking wild, man. Like, fucking zombie Liu Kang. Like, what the fuck? That was so cool. Anyway, before I ramble on too much, again. Send in your questions or anything related to video games, wrestling, or hockey. You can send those questions into the email address down below. You can follow me on Twitter. Send your questions in there. You can also go to YouTube Gamer GX videos, where I'm doing a Let's Play of Resident Evil 8 right now over there. You can send in questions over there. You can watch the Resident Evil videos if you want to watch a 30 year old man get scared on the regular by a video game. It's pretty funny at, at times I've heard. So if you're interested, go over there, check them out. Let me know how you uh, how you're liking it and review and share the podcast all that usual junk and all that good stuff sorry that this is coming out probably on a monday could be a tuesday regardless it's the weekday. It's not the weekend so this sucks but i'm hoping that this podcast got you through whatever monotonous tasks that you may be doing whether you're cleaning at home doing a shitty fucking thing at work that nobody wants to do or you're just chilling on the deck maybe enjoying some sun just Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sticking around. And we will be back again soon with more GX Plus Cast.